Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that almost all children have tobacco smoke toxicants on their hands, even in non-smoking homes. Stubborn stains swirl across the room as yellowed rugs and mottled drapes swish callously in stifling draughts of vice. Surfaces soaked forever in the selfish wisps of memories long since lost. Children crawl through our exhaust, faultless little fingers casty filthy shadows in the sticky remnants of abandoned haze. Smoke on their hands to match the blood on ours. This poem is inspired by recent research published in JAMA Network Open, which has found that the vast majority of children likely have nicotine on their hands as a result of third-hand smoke. Third-hand smoke is the residual nicotine and other chemicals that are left on indoor surfaces, such as clothes, furniture, drapes, walls, bedding and carpets, by tobacco smoke. This residue can react with other common indoor pollutants to create a toxic mix, including cancer-causing compounds, thereby posing a potential health hazard to non-smokers, especially children. Furthermore, the residue builds upon surfaces over time and can only be removed by regularly cleaning or laundering those affected surfaces, airing out rooms, opening windows or confining smoking to only certain areas of a home have little or no effect. Given that children crawl and play on the floor and furniture while also frequently touching their hands to their mouths, they are particularly vulnerable. As such, it is essential to better understand the extent to which children are affected by third-hand smoke so that the appropriate remediation can be put into place. In this new study, researchers conducted an investigation into the extent to which children at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center were exposed to third-hand smoke. By screening over 500 children aged 11 or younger, who were either seeking emergency care at the hospital or else related to one of the hospital's employees, the researchers found that over 97% of them had evidence of nicotine on their hands, with nicotine being used as an indicator of third-hand smoke exposure. Perhaps even more surprisingly, More than 95% of those children from non-smoking households were still found to have nicotine on their hands. This high prevalence of third-hand smoke is extremely concerning because there is no safe level of exposure to these toxicants. The amount of nicotine was also found to vary according to income, with children from lower income families having significantly more nicotine on their hands than children from higher income families. This correlation indicates the dangers to children from third-hand smoke exposure that are brought about by income-related disparities such as housing type and quality. It is hoped that this research will lead to both stricter smoking bans in all public spaces and also policies that require real estate agents and landlords to disclose third-hand smoke levels in homes. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Stubborn stains swirl across the room as yellowed rugs and mottled drapes swish callously in stifling draughts of vice. Surfaces soaked forever in the selfish wisps of memories long since lost. Children crawl through our exhaust, 
faultless little fingers casting filthy shadows in the sticky remnants of abandoned haze, smoke on their hands to match the blood on ours. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Smoking by Ronald Wallace. Ronald Wallace is an American poet and fiction writer who was born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa in 1945. Wallace earned a BA at the College of Worcester and an MA and a PhD at the University of Michigan. He's the author of numerous poetry collections, including Time's Fancy, published in 1994, Long for This World, published in 2003, and For Unlimited Time Only, published in 2008. Wallace's work has been recognised by many awards and honours, including the Helen Bullis Prize, the George Garrett Award from the Association of Writers and Writing Programmes, the Posner Poetry Prize, and numerous grants from the Wisconsin Arts Board. Wallace is also the founder and co-director of the Programme in Creative Writing at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where he's the Felix Polak's Professor of Poetry and Hall's Baskin Professor of English. Smoking, by Ronald Wallace. I'm holding my cigarette out the car window, hoping it will burn down faster so I won't have to smoke it. The orange tips sparking in the dark, turning to ash. I'm 14, riding in the front seat with a woman who should know better, the pastor's son feeling her up as her hands grip the wheel. Oh, grow up, they said, shoving the Winstons at me with a match, and I, too shy or stupid to protest, did. We're riding through this long night of adolescence, Buddy Holly in the big bopper flopping somewhere overhead, the future stretched out filmy and seductive on the bed of our separate thoughts, the driver with our lives tight in her hands, the pastor's son praying his way into her bra, my cigarette and my anger burning on so long that thirty long years later, after cancer and car accidents have had their way with them, they're still there, cruising along the side streets of my memory, lighting me up again and again every time I try to put them down. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.